this week, I don't have my usual co-host. I have a returning co-host, Coach Sabrina. Welcome. Hey. (laughs) It's just the two of us this week, and we are going to talk about everybody's favorite topic, nutrition. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to get super in depth. We're just going to kind of keep it light and easy. And then if, uh, if you guys have questions, feel free to reach out to either of us and we can help you from there. All right. So let's start out. Um, maybe just a little bit of background. Um, what got us interested in going the nutrition route and just kind of take it from there. So Sabrina, you want to start with that background? Uh, sure. So my nutrition education, well, actually I got interested in nutrition when I kind of started CrossFit. So it's been like, I don't know, was that seven years? The owner of the gym back then I talked to about nutrition and she suggested I track my food to see what I'm really eating. Cause I always thought I ate decent, you know, everyone does. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't <laughs> after tracking it for a couple <laughs> days, I was like, oh man, I ate two Snicker bars yesterday. So after doing that, it's got peanuts in it. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do, right? (laughs) So that started my tracking of food, and then she got me into like, you know, the zone and blocks and all that stuff. Which oh yeah, yeah, good old days of that stuff. Old school. Yeah, and then um the paleo stuff. So I went down that Mm -hmm. route, and I was paleo for a while because you know when you're CrossFit, you got to go paleo for a short amount of time. Always. Always. And then I kind of just um, actually, and right before I started CrossFit, I had gone gluten free because I had found out I had a pretty severe intolerance for it, which had caused all these health issues that I didn't realize I could get rid of by just cutting gluten out of my diet. And I did that. Yeah. yeah. So going paleo was actually relatively not that hard for me because I had already was given up gluten. And so I went paleo for a while. And then I just tried to eat healthy for a while. And then I got to the point where it just wasn't enough and I got kind of into like researching it and I figured I should just go back to school for it so I went back to um it was online I got my certificate through university for sports nutrition and um did that I don't know it's been like four or five years ago I did that program and that kind of like really got me into what you know is and how to really eat to fuel my body and then um what has it been three years now? I've been working with a nutritionist um, to help me personally just stay on track with my diet nutrition. And then, of course, I help members at the gym to do the same thing. So it's been a long seven year game. But yeah. But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, myself. Um, yeah, I think I, I don't remember when I got interested in it. But yeah, I've been doing crossfit for about eight years now mm-hmm. um and whenever i get into something i go into it <laughs> some may yes, say yes. obsessive <laughs> or some may say he really enjoys these things mm-hmm. um so like most people when they drink the crossfit kool-aid uh it started there and then just kind of soon realizing after that, kind of like what you were saying, that you can't just kind of eat whatever and expect, you know, the aesthetic results or the performance results that you're wanting because you're essentially, you know, not eating the greatest food choices. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think I kind of started with the same thing, like doing 
zone. Um, and that was that, that, that didn't last too, too long. And then I went the same route when paleo, I think I might've done that the longest. Um, but I think I, I think I burnt myself out by doing too much crock pot food mm, uh, yes. to the, to the point where no matter what you put in the crock pot, it tastes like crock pot food. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we're yeah. in Michigan. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's a very distinct taste. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I did that. Um, and then, yeah. And then I just kind of started to, to get more into it. I think kind of CrossFit wasn't like just solely marketing the paleo thing, realizing that you couldn't have a small amount of carbs to, you know, fuel what we're doing. Um, so you had to put a little bit more carbs in there. Uh, so that was, that was kind of nice to hear like, Oh, I can eat rice now. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So I started to kind of go down that rabbit hole of macro counting, which I do now and have been doing the longest and uh, done correctly. You know, you definitely get the results that you're, that you're looking for. You just have to stay very, discipline with it as you know mm-hmm. yes uh so i had looked into um a certification uh through the nutrition coaching institute um it's kind of like the entity that some of the people in the gym um have i think you and then um, a couple of other people have gone to like that company for right. nutritionists yeah that's so, like i kind of get through that yeah, so I got mm-hmm. my certification with them, uh, and that was uh, that was awesome. Just like learning about all the different kinds of things to help myself and to help others. So that's mm-hmm. kind of kind of where I'm at now. And I do the same thing: uh, nutrition coaching some of the members of the gym as well. Right. Okay, that's our background, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that kind of leads us into what we both kind of ended with talking about counting macros. Mm -hmm. Do you mind Sabrina giving the people just a quick little snippet of what that means? Sure. So generally when someone asks me like, what's exactly macros, they come to me thinking like, oh, I'm just going to calorie count. Cause that's what, you know, since the dawn of dieting, everyone just thinks like, oh, I just got to count my calories and I'll be set. But Mm -hmm macros go a little bit deeper into what calories exactly you're putting in your body so while technically yes you're coloring you're counting calories we're actually looking at your macronutrients so your proteins your carbs and your fats all of that is going to add up to your um, total calorie intake for the day of course there's calories in your micronutrients but that's for another day we'll talk about all that stuff but generally speaking when we talk about macros we're talking macronutrients so your carbs your proteins, and your fats. So when you are tracking that, you have a set amount of numbers that you do every day and you track those three things. So that's my spiel. <laughs> now, going back to what we both had kind of talked about where, I don't know if people have heard the the term, if it fits your macros, you have mentioned right. Snickers bars. And I remember doing that too. Like yeah. you're on uh, the MyFitnessPal app and it's close to the end of the night and you're like, crap, I have to hit, you know, this amount of whatever. Yeah. Um, that's so crazy. A candy bar is going to satisfy that mm-hmm. and satisfy my sweet tooth. So mm-hmm. might as well throw that bad boy in. Right. Um, not the best route, correct? 
Correct. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, and I, I struggle with that too, especially if I end the day and I have a lot of fats left, then I'm like, ooh, what can I have? Because it's going to be something good if I have all the right. fats. So it could be like, you know, a dessert type item. If I have carbs and fat, I'm going for dessert. But when yeah. you think about it, like, sure, it might hit my number in my little app. But tomorrow, am I going to feel the best? Because now not only have I, yeah, a, a carb is a carb and a fat is a fat, but all that other junk that is in that Snickers bar is now in my body. So like when you think like, oh, I have these numbers, I could fill my day with, you know, donuts and pizza and candy. Well, yes, technically you could do that. You're not going to be, you know, your prime self by those numbers. There's like one person, and I joked about this earlier, but it's true. There's like one person and it's Kevin Hanna. You know, it's you that can eat. <laughs> eat this way and perform the way he does at the gym but everyone else in the world needs to you know all those micronutrients that in there and the vitamins and you know all that stuff you need that in your system too so just because you can eat it doesn't mean you should eat it right and then just to add on to what you're saying about kevin Hanna, um i know kevin Hanna is teetering a games athlete but uh i don't know if some people like myself, watch a lot of YouTube videos of all the professional CrossFit athletes, mm -hmm. and they're having donuts. They have donuts named after them. Right. Um, <laughs> they're having lots of milkshakes, but people need to keep in mind that these people, this is their job for most of these people, and right. they're training like 900 times a day. Right. So they're like amount of calories that they need to consume are like close to 4,000 or plus for some of these guys. Right. Um, well, if you so, watch Rich Froning's like video, he talks about how he has like um, Chick-fil-A or whatever every day. And someone yeah. actually came up to me with that and I was like, all right, like, sure. But now you got to train like Rich Froning trains to be right. able to consume that much Chick-fil-A and his milkshake or his chocolate milk and all the stuff he eats. I'm like, that's, you don't understand the level of stress they're putting on their body. Cause when it comes down to it, you know, it's calories in and calories out, but He's not only just eating Chick-fil-A, he has, I'm sure, a very well-rounded diet and then some Chick-fil-A to fuel his body. But all people are, they're like thumbing through it, thumbing through it, and they see Chick-fil-A, yeah. they're like, rich for each Chick-fil-A, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Snatch 300 pounds, eat some Chick-fil-A. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, so as far as better food choices go, people obviously want to go more for a whole food diet. So Sabrina, what are just like a couple examples of some good proteins, carbs, and fats that you might consume? So let's say, I mean, for dinner tonight, my whole food dinner was, or will be when I get off here, uh, sweet potatoes, chicken breast, broccoli, and then I use olive oil as my fat. So I have my carbs in there with my sweet potatoes, my protein, and well, my carbs are my broccoli also, obviously. And then I have my protein with my chicken. And then my fats will be my olive oil that I use in there instead of butter or whatever other people are going to use because of all that other stuff's in there. So a cleaner, cleaner source for my fats. And now you're, you're weighing and measuring all of these things for every single item you put in your mouth? Every single thing that, yep, I eat is weighed and measured on a scale. It's not, and I actually had this conversation with someone the other day too, it's not a cup or, you know, um, if you're using like measuring cups, that's, I mean, that's great if that's all you have, but spend $10 on Amazon and buy a scale and weigh your food in ounces and grams because that's mm -hmm. the only way that's going to be accurate. And I actually made that mistake when I first started. I was like three weeks in and was using a scoop for like my broccoli or whatever it was or my rice or I forget what it was. And then when I actually went and measured it out on the scale, it's quite the difference. 
some things I was severely overeating, which was a disappointment, and some things I was severely undereating, which was kind of nice because then I got more food. So it's definitely the best idea to weigh everything, which is a pain in the butt when you first start. But three years in, when I go out to eat, whenever I go out to eat or I go to someone's house to eat, I can eyeball stuff now and I've gotten to be like pretty accurate. So I've kind of almost turned into a game where I'll eyeball it at my house and then wait to see how accurate I'm going to be just because then when I'm out, I know like, okay, I'm pretty good at guessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, I I do the same thing. Uh, it is a little annoying at first, but I'm not going to lie. I got super into it. Oh, yeah. I figure. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it's, it's just kind of like another challenge, like kind of like, you know, when we go to the gym, like the workouts are a challenge and you're trying to compete yeah. against yourself or others. And then the whole food thing, you're like, I'm going to. I'm going to get this like down to the gram right. on uh, right. and just do the best that I can. Cause you don't want to just keep spinning your wheels and wasting your time essentially. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how much effort are you putting into yourself at the gym? You're working your butt off. You know, you're trying to be the best athlete that you can be to stay healthy, to keep your you know muscles and joints and everything healthy. And then if you just go home and eat, you know, craziness, there's really no point in working out at that point. It's, it's just defeating the whole purpose. So if you're going to truly get the best bang for your buck in fin- fin- physical fitness, you got to, you got to be on that nutrition. Yeah. And then um, I'm not sure if people have seen the hierarchy um, triangle that CrossFit has. It's on the, the back of um, the newer level one uh, certification t-shirts that you get uh, mm-hmm. at the very bottom. So the base of it is nutrition. Right. So just another point of, the nutrition is more important than the actual exercise itself because you're doing right. exercise for an hour out of your day for most people, but you're eating, you know, obviously more than that. Yeah. So it's just going to be more important, like you were saying. Right. Well, that's what you'll get new members coming in and talking about like, oh, you know, I don't understand, especially females who come and be like, I don't understand why I'm gaining weight at the gym and I just started CrossFit. So you think I'd be losing weight and I'll ask mm-hmm. them, like, well, what are you doing for your diet? And they're like, oh, I just have been eating what I've always been eating. Or actually now I'm more hungry because I'm working out. So I'm eating more, but I'm burning more calories. And it's, you know, that whole like, well, actually, that's not how that works. You know, you can't just keep eating your normal pizza, you know, taco diet and then work Mm -hmm. out, you know, an hour at the most. You know, CrossFit Wads, when you look at them, are seven to 30 minute long workouts. You're not working out for a solid hour. Right. Yeah, good point. You know, say like you should you should track your calories. Like if you have a, a whoop or a heart rate monitor or whatever, really see how many calories you're burning in that class. And whatever you do, spin, you know, mm-hmm. running, CrossFit, and see how many calories you're burning because people have it in their heads that they're burning, you know, like 2,000 calories. I'm like, eh, not so much. <laughs> I think on average in a CrossFit class, I might burn 90, 100. Yeah. Like it's not – if I breach 100 calories in a class, that's impressive. Right. Yeah. And so like to then go and be like, I deserve this cheeseburger. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't right. I don't get a cheeseburger because I worked out for an hour. So it's that yeah. whole like, you know, you still really got it's 80% nutrition, right? It's 20% effort, 80% nutrition, and figure mm-hmm. out how to fuel and when to fuel your body during and during workout after your workout, all that stuff. And people make a habit out of having, you know, a schedule of going to the gym on, on certain days and certain times. So why not make a habit out of, you know, treating your body well with the nutrition? Yeah. Um, it's just, 
it's a little bit of a pain if you're not used to it at first, like we had said with weighing and measuring and, mm-hmm. you know, putting a little bit of food prep time into it as well. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're super disciplined about it, I mean, you really, you really can't go wrong. Right. Um, and we both use the MyFitnessPal app, mm-hmm. um, which is free. And you can also upgrade um, just for some other features. I think it's like 50 bucks for the entire year to upgrade, or you can do it for free. Um, I love the thing. Oh, yeah. uh, and just like weighing and measuring, you do have to spend a little bit of time on the app figuring out how to kind of work it. But once you do, it's amazing. Um, one of the things that I ran into that I want to say before I forget, when you put the food in there, if you're doing, um, let's say, ground beef, uh, you will find when you search ground beef in the search bar that it'll have ground beef, but you need to search ground beef cooked. That was like <laughs> yeah. a humongous thing yeah. for me where I was oh, not no. eating the right amount of food because I was just like inputting the raw version of something as opposed to like cooked rice or cooked, you know, potatoes. Yeah. Uh, it never occurred rice. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I did that with rice. And then when I measured out what my real rice should be, I got really sad because I was like, oh man, I really <laughs> right. prefer that that other. Uh-huh. Like yeah. But, so people, yeah. please keep that in mind. Yeah. But it's trial and error, right? Like, oh yeah. Tomorrow's a new day. Definitely. Um, and also, people, I'm sure people have asked you and they've asked me the uh, famous question can I drink <laughs> while I'm trying to dial in my nutrition? My response would be, say that statement again, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you can figure it out for yourself. What are your thoughts on alcohol while you're trying to achieve these goals? So my personal thoughts, if you, like, you got to look at this as something long-term. So if you're coming to me and you're just saying, like, I just want to be healthier in general, I want to track my food just to, like, make sure I'm getting the right nutrition in, I don't necessarily have, like, in six months I'm getting married or in three months I have vacation and I got to look a certain way. If you're just Mm -hmm. coming like, I just want to eat what I should be eating. All right. then this is lifestyle for you. Then yeah, if you're just going to keep drinking, then you got to realize that it might take you longer to get, you know, a specific aesthetic you want. You might never get there. Right. But if you're just in this for like, I just want to make sure that I'm eating the correct macros for my body, then yeah. All right. You do you. But if you come to me with a goal, like I'm getting married, I have a vacation, I want to look a certain way, then no. Like, that's not, I'm not saying you can't ever drink, but like the 90% when you're on point with your macros, you probably, you just can't, you just can't be drinking. Like, it's not going to happen. You know? Yeah. And then I think what, what you're kind of reversing is like, if you, if you're in like a cut phase where right. you're, you're eating less than what you're, you know, with like your workout and stuff like that, you're in right. a deficit of calories. So right. the, the alcohol is just not going to right. help not, with that. And then, right. sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, cause not only is it like a carb you're putting in your body cause it's sugar. Right. But now like you have all the ramifications from it. So you're going to have the bloat from it the next day. You're going to have lower recovery overnight. You're not going to perform the best at the gym the next few days. If you, you know, overextend yourself drinking. So you got to think like, what's my goal here and is it really worth it? Right. And then um, just to add on to that, when, I mean, when you're in a cut, there usually is some sort of end date because you're essentially putting your body into crisis because you're eating less calories than what your 
you're supposed Burning. to be doing. Yeah. So it's a, it's a certain amount of time. If you can stick it out for just an example, like three months of not drinking to achieve that goal, mm-hmm. you know, you can implement it back in after you're done. Um, yeah. So just. And, yeah. And you might realize you don't, I mean, that's just speaking from experience. Like I quit drinking when I had an end goal of, I had to get, I had to cut for a competition. So I mm-hmm. went through a, a pretty deep cut and I was putting so much effort in on this cut. It just wasn't worth, you know, risking, putting on a couple pounds because I had to meet a certain weight class so it's just not worth it so I went through it gave up alcohol and then when it came time like oh I made my cut my competition's over it was like do I it kind of reframed how I think about drinking like it was kind of like there's really like just a random like you know beer gluten-free beer here and there like do I need that like why am I even doing that it wasn't it's not like a social thing for me if it's if that's like how you want to socialize then I guess I, I get that but for me like I don't need to go like I'll still go to the bar I just don't need to drink at the bar you know yeah gotcha so I think it's just going to depend on the person but you got to look at your goals sure yeah um now going back to protein real quick um you had kind of talked about what your dinner was or what it will be tonight um, <laughs> with with chicken. Now, if you're, you know, coming towards the end of the night and you're low on your protein, what would kind of be like a go-to that would just have proteins in it and not a whole lot of the other uh, carbs or fats for you to meet that protein goal? What would you do? So for me, I'll do a protein shake. I'll do a whey shake and then collagen powder in there because collagen is just protein. So is there a certain brand of collagen that you gravitate towards free plug? (laughs) Well, I know UCB (laughs) at the gym and I myself have UCB for years. So that's definitely, you know, go-to for me. So, but the nice thing about collagen, when you look at your whey protein and my, I do the SFH, um, like it's like 29 grams of protein per scoop, which is a lot Uh of protein, but there's also three carbs and four grams of fat in there, I believe. So mm-hmm. that's like, if I'm already four grams over on my fat for the day, I can't have it because it's going to push me, you know, my little five, five gram either direction limit. I get really anal about it. So that's gonna push me over. So then honestly, I can add collagen, do more collagen and less SFH or whatever it is. Because collagen's a great, just straight protein. <laughs> right. So that's my go-to at night. So generally speaking, I do end up having a protein shake at night. Okay. Mm -hmm. um now another thing would be water uh for those that live in florida i'm assuming most people that listen to this are cfo members but Mm -hmm. it is quite quite hot out uh recently with the heat index being over 100 degrees which is very very fun insane (laughs) um as far as water intake goes what is your kind of rule of thumb for that per day i always say lean towards a gallon right but of course, it depends on like if you sit in a freezing cold air conditioned office all day and you're not sweating all day, then three liters, you know, you probably don't need to push that whole gallon. I personally working out is, you know, I'm in the gym working out sweating. I'm in the jujitsu academy working out and sweating with no air conditioning. So the amount I sweat, I'm trying to get a gallon a day. Yeah. So pushing it towards that. If you're, you know, five foot, nothing, teeny tiny don't sweat then yeah your number is probably gonna be a little bit lower than that but right generally speaking i like the three liters gallon of course you need salt in your foods you're retaining that so i use himalayan sea salt on all my food to make sure i'm staying hydrated Mm -hmm. 
Definitely. That's key. And I use those noon tablets, which I know you use also for hydration. So I don't even count like my noon tablets in my like water bottles. I don't count that Mm -mm. towards my straight water. My sparkling water doesn't count. So that's my recommendation would be like three liters gallon. Yeah. One of the things that I had found on Amazon um, was this giant gallon bottle that has very inspirational uh, (laughs) statements on there. It says 7 a.m., you know. Yeah. Hey, great start. But then it just has, you know, I don't, I don't need the motivation because, you know, I can't go wrong. But for those that might need it. Yeah. uh, Yeah. It it just has like, you know, you should drink a certain amount every two hours. Uh, But it's just nice to have it all in one container as opposed to like going back to fill up a normal glass. And you're like, wait, what am I at? It's just a little bit easier to kind of track when you know what the size of the container is. Yeah, completely agree. I carry like my giant Nalgene, which is those the taller ones than the normal. I think it's like 64 ounces or whatever. And I know like my goal is I'm going to drink one and a half of those in the four hours I'm coaching in the morning. So like that's a large portion of my water. And plus I'm sweating like crazy in there. So I'm rehydrating. So when you set those little goals, like, all right, by noon, I have to have this much of my water bottle gone. Because the last thing you want is it to be like nine o'clock at night and you're like, crap, I have to drink, you know, a liter of water and then go to bed. Yeah. 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 Which we've Before we get, (laughs) I mean, you do what you got to do. Yeah. Before we get to our fantastic listener questions, this is the most listener questions we have had submitted. Uh, Mm -hmm. But before we get to that, can you quickly run through a typical day of uh, your nutrition just My from nutrition. start to finish. You don't have to go super in depth, but just from start to finish. Um, I was just saying, pull up my fitness pal and read you. Uh, so yeah. today, what I have to eat today. So I had for breakfast, I had um, oatmeal with chia seeds in it. It's actually the Publix brand little microwavable ones because I have to leave my house at 5.30 in the morning. So that's what I take with me. And then I don't eat that till 8 because I like to do like at least 14 hours of intermittent fasting, which is a different different time we can talk about all that stuff but um so I have that for breakfast then I come home and I my carbs are a little higher right now so I actually eat some cereal when I come home because I train jujitsu right after and I want some carbs in my system so I eat checks because <laughs> it's just straight carbs with some mm-hmm. almond milk and then I come home from jujitsu at around three and eat my lunch I'm a late eater so my lunch today was two rice cakes with some uh chicken lunch meat on top which I sporadically eat. I know it has a lot of high, it's higher sodium, so I try not to eat it all the time, but that's what I had today. And I had some watermelon with it and some cheddar cheese sticks because my fats are higher, so I get some cheese. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's the only dairy I eat, but I look forward to it. And mm-hmm. then um, my snacks, I have a pure protein bar. The chocolate chip ones are my favorite. And then for dinner, I'll have that sweet potatoes, chicken broccoli with olive oil and then I always my nighttime protein shake I've actually morphed into a smoothie because it's a million degrees outside so I'll blend my protein with some frozen strawberries and I've actually now started I all my vitamins are actually like little tablets that you can open so I open them all and dump them all in my smoothie and I throw in some uh, spinach and so I'll have a smoothie before I go to bed oh nice yeah it's like a little dessert that is a good idea. A little str- oh. And my whey protein's chocolate, so it's like a chocolate strawberry smoothie. So it's not too yeah. bad. Very cool. That's my day. All right, I'm gonna run through mine real quick. I got my my fitness pal pulled up. Um, so I actually have been doing intermittent fasting for maybe about a month now, but we won't get into it. But I just want to <laughs> put that out there too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I eat 
finished first thing in the morning, but not until, oh man, it's like kind of late, um, like 1030 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I have an egg, I have some lean ground beef, some rice, quinoa, and then I also have some non-fat Greek yogurt, um, with some granola on top of it. Mm-hmm. And then lunch is just ground beef, quinoa, sweet potatoes, and rice. Dinner is exactly the same thing as lunch. I also uh, saute spinach and kale and put that on every meal I have. (laughs) Not the yogurt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then I'll eat again before I go to the gym, just um, some rice and ground beef. And then... At and then I have a protein shake that has uh, some of the lemon sorbet ascent protein. I put I have three scoops of collagen throughout the day. So with my coffee because I'm a new coffee drinker. Oh right, um, <laughs> so weird. I know it is very weird, especially during quarantine when I could be uh, enjoying being tired and home. But yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, um, and then I put that in my. Uh, shake after I work out and then my shake at night I also have some just straight uh, carb powder that I put in Mm -hmm. after the gym as well into my shake I'm almost done (laughs) was that like dextrose yeah just straight sugar it's just yeah it's just the carb and stuff yeah yep um and then my like little treat at night is I have the yogurt again. I put some mixed berries in there, a little bit of peanut butter, um, one date, and a little mm. bit of mixed nuts. Fancy. And uh, some granola. It's it's awesome. And then I end the night with a um, a what the heck is it called? Not another protein shake, a casein shake. Oh, casein, yeah. Yeah, so I have I have that, and then hit all my water as well. Nice. Um, now you work out in the morning, mm-hmm. so as far as like food timing goes, how does that kind of go into play? So for t- food timing, my workout schedule has actually shifted in the last six months. When I used to work out at five a.m., I wouldn't eat before because I'm not waking up at 3.30 to eat, right? Because I, I wouldn't, I generally wouldn't want to eat something like an hour, maybe 45 minutes would be like the closest I'd eat to like, like eat, eat before I work out. So yeah. when I worked out at five, I would just make sure my dinner had good protein in it and was a little higher on the carb side because yep. I'd be eating, that's my last meal and my dinner is going to fuel me for my 5 a.m. workout. So I'd come in, I would, if I'd have as a pre-workout, maybe like some like cold brew, iced coffee, something like that. Right. Cause on an empty mm-hmm. stomach, I don't like pre-workout was a little too much on empty stomach. So yeah, that's when I work out at five. Now that I've been transitioning to working out after my classes at 10, I can eat something around eight. And because now I have time to eat, I'll eat my oatmeal at eight. So I want carbs in my system. I'll have some protein in my system. But I'm not going to put any fat in my system because that's going to slow down my metabolism. And I'm always trying to, you know, look lean. So there you go. Yeah. So I don't do and I always suggest my clients to not do fats before they work out. So if you're working out later on, you know, try to have that meal before be a little light, light on the fat. And then after I work out, then I can eat, you know, a full meal. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, 
yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same exact way, just focusing more pre pre workout, um, just focusing on the proteins and the carbs. So I just have some of the sauteed spinach again with mm-hmm. um, some ground beef and and rice, and that's that's the extent of it. Yeah, I used to when I first started working out when I first started at CrossFit and I was doing the 6 a.m. class, I would actually eat because then I was up at like 4:45, 5, and I would eat something small, and it was like a banana and like half back in the day I used to drink those muscle milk like the pre-made things and I would do yeah. like half stuff has really evolved <laughs> through the uh-huh. but I would do like half a little thing of muscle milk and I finished it after and then like a banana or half a banana or some type of fruit or something just that something wasn't super heavy in my stomach so if you're that like I work out at seven so I have time to eat something in the morning but I don't want to eat something heavy then think like carby quick dissolving something that's not going to like sit just in your gut. I mean, there's nothing worse than, I mean, I've made the mistake on Mondays. I work nights. So I eat lunch and my lunch is always at three and then I work out at four and I can like feel it moving around and that's just yeah. not fun for, you know, anyone. And it's uh-huh. not like helping me in any way. Like I haven't absorbed any of anything in there for it to actually like benefit me while I'm working out. So it's that timing sure. definitely is important beforehand. And then afterhand, afterwards, of course, they like suggest, you know, it's always like drink your protein shake within 40 minutes to get your, you know, muscle growth in there. But I always say, mm-hmm. if you're just going home, just eat your full, full meal. You know, I'm the only one that hangs out 40 minutes after the workout because I'm working there. But if you go home, go home and eat your full bre- breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into these listener questions. We have a handful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we already kind of touched a little bit on Natalia's question, which was what to eat after a workout, which right. you just kind of, kind of answered. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. We have Sammy thoughts on high fat, low carb versus high carb, low fat. Ah, uh, yes. I mean, that's just going to depend on who you are and your, how your body responds. I personally need for me to get the aesthetic look I want and the feel I want in my performance gyms, I need low fat, pretty high carb. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, my training schedule is an hour of CrossFit and an hour and a half of jujitsu, and then I spin for 45 minutes. So I need those high carbs to give me that much energy. If I cut back on those styles of training, like when it was quarantine and all I was was spinning the whole time, then yeah, I probably don't, I didn't need that many carbs, but my fats are always going to stay low. Cause for me personally, I know the moment I go higher on my fats, I start not looking how I want to look. So yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, and then I have like uh, one of the girls that she's no longer at the gym anymore. She talked about her nutrition with me all the time. Her fats were like almost double mine and she looks great. That's just how her body works. So yeah. it just, you know, that's, and that's when I first started with my nutritionist, Amanda, it was literally just like, I mean, trial and error, you don't know. So mm-hmm. she'd start me moderate and then we went low and we went high and then we went low again. Cause low worked better. Yep. Yeah. Everybody's different. Yeah. I'm the same way too, with lower fat, higher carb, but Sam, I would say, um, give both a shot and track it very, very closely for about two to four weeks and just see how you respond to it. Yeah. That's the beauty about my fitness pal too, is it will give you like, I, when you enter your stuff in my fitness pal, it'll like ask you how much you want to lose. I always say like, don't put anything crazy in there when you first start, cause it's going to spit out some like funky numbers and it's going to be really hard for you to hit those. So put in like five pound loss or maintenance or something, right? If you're okay with how you look, or just want to start 
getting a little healthier than maintenance or a five to 10 pound loss or something. People put in 40 and it's telling you to like eat, you know, 900 calories a day. So see what it spits out. And it'll probably be around, I mean, I think it gives it by thirds. So it's probably gonna be like 30% of your diet will be fat and you can, you know, mess with it from there. Yep. Um, And yeah, just, just real quick uh, for those who caught the, the maintenance term. So there's just three different types of quote unquote dieting. So maintenance would be what you need to eat to live with your work. You know, like if you have, if you're active with work or if you sit in the desk and then your activity level and then a cut obviously would be like what people refer to more as like dieting. Um, so your calories and your intake is lower so that you're going to, in theory, um, you know, lose, lose weight. And then if you're in a mass or a gain phase, um, you're going to be eating more than what you would be in maintenance to try to gain more, more weight and more muscle. Right. Um, okay. And then we have Tom, uh, how do I become a super CrossFit athlete (laughs) or get better at double unders? Well, I believe I've sent you YouTubes on double unders, Tom. So watch those, but (laughs) Good luck with everything else. Nutrition. Nutrition is definitely how you get super, super human. Yeah. I mean, I would say just start eating donuts like the professional oh, athletes yeah. do. Chick-fil-A. Seems, seems to work for donuts, them. Donuts, chocolate. Mm-hmm. We got to slow Tom <laughs> down. He's getting too good. Um, Rich. Rich, this is a tough question because it's we're not going to give you a, a direct answer here. But Rich's question was, what is the best window to take creatine? Jeez. Recommended times are all over the place. <laughs> aren't they? I mean, I'm, we both researched that leading up to this and every single website you go to is different. I personally don't do creatine. I never responded well to it. And it's the amount of work that goes into that cycling of it. And from everyone I've talked to on like a professional level about it, even like physicians and other nutritionists, they say like, unless you're really, really sticking to that cycling program, which you can read all about online, it's not really beneficial to you. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, there's like 21-day programs, there's two-week programs, there's a five-day program, there's a three-day program. It's, it's. I don't think there is a right answer for when to take it. Yeah. Right, yeah, and I don't, I don't do it either. I had done it in the past, and I was just retaining too much water, which yeah. is pretty common um, if you're not, like what you said, doing the, the correct phases. So, Rich, we're sorry we don't have a direct answer for you. Yeah. Um, Kyle, is this person going to the gym anymore? Quitter. I feel like he hacked, hacked the, uh, account here. <laughs> um, so Kyle's question is, there's a lot of information out there. What information should you trust? Us. Definitely <laughs> us. There, there we go. Okay. And then we have a couple more. We have Diana. I think we kind of already touched on this too. Best thing to eat before and after a workout, protein, fat, or carbs. Yeah. I mean, that's again, before I would limit that fat. If you're working out first thing in the morning, I won't eat any fat. Just mm-hmm. slow you down. And then same, like you said in the afternoon, you do your low fat last meal. Before oh yeah. Workout. And then after, I mean, I tell people, so if you work out at the gym and you're not going to go home and eat for two hours, okay. Protein shake maybe carry some with added some carbs into it you can buy powdered carbs and add that in or eat something small and then go home and eat but if you can just go home and eat just go home and eat a full meal 
Definitely. Yeah. And then we have the questions that we saved to the end. And I don't, I don't think Kevin Hannah listens to the podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the questions is, is anything made worse by adding collagen? That's a good question. Like Kevin's been going really hard on those uh, samples at the front of the gym too. Yeah. I think that strawberry lemonade one's his favorite. So he might've taken a note out of Charlie's book and just dumping it on his face and yeah. drinking the whole thing. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Charlie would um, say no, nothing is made worse by collagen. I guarantee <laughs> There we go. Trust the professionals. Yeah. Next question. Do dino nuggets count as a source of protein? Follow up. Why not? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> There is probably protein in there if you read the label of the processed box it comes in, but from from an animal? From an animal, like... I don't think so. Synthetic maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like right. all GMO. I don't know. Uh-huh. All right. Why do vegetables taste like bitter, crunchy water? I think you're reading the wrong vegetables. <laughs> I think you just might be drinking crunchy water. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on there. Um, and then last but not least, how many Oreos can a person <laughs> safely consume in a 25-hour period? Interesting counting. Okay. He's the expert. I think he needs to be on here for the next. You should have that how, is to, a good point. how to eat Oreos and still rank number one. Yes. Body by, <laughs> body by Oreo. He should be sponsored. <laughs> he should be. Yeah. Um, I said we were going to keep this short, but we are, we are approaching 45 minutes already. Dang. Look at us go. I know. See, Kyle, you should listen to us. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> Sabrina, any closing comments or thoughts? Uh, no. Again, like you had said, if anyone has questions, we're available at the gym, social media, email. Yes, definitely reach out to us, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and guys, uh, follow us on CrossFit Orlando on Instagram and Facebook, CrossFitOrlando.com. And yeah, if you guys have any questions about nutrition, feel free to reach out to either of us and we will help you guys out. Sabrina, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, sure. It's been fun. Enjoy your dinner. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.